Well, hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. Today is day 67 on our Bible journey throughout the whole year and I'm excited to be getting into today's scriptures. We've got some good things to talk about today. Before we get into the brews though, let's talk what scriptures we are talking about today and reading. As always, they're in the descriptions on every platform. Psalm 31, 9 to 18, Mark 14, 17 to 42, Leviticus 17, 1 to 18, 30. So those are our scriptures for today and I'm excited to pull them apart. But before we go any further, let's talk brews for today. And today I am drinking a new brew, a completely new bean. This is the Lafare Mighty. Mighty. This is the Lafare Mighty. Um, I just thought maybe, you know, see what that does. Uh, today, this is new. This is the Wellington Roastery Lafare. I do love Lafare. Um, let's see what it's supposed to taste like as I just try and get this thing out of my eye. I don't know what that is. Tears of joy. I don't know. Uh, dark caramel and dark chocolate. Ooh. So this is the, obviously the dark roast. It's funny because I feel like maybe a few days ago I said, let's not do dark roasts. And then all I've done is buy dark roasts. So I don't know. Something's going on in my head. But I'm excited to try this. I'm excited to pull it apart. Let's see what it tastes like today. I've done this in the plunger. I've started with a plunger. Plunger, if you're French, as always. Let's give this a try and see what it tastes like. Let's see if we get some dark caramel and dark chocolate. I'm excited. Let's go. Okay. I paused for long. The aftertasting notes there are, are probably a little bit caramelly. But yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know really if this is... Well, let's go. I mean... It's dark roast. Obviously, it's strong. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. As a plunger, I'm not getting those dark caramel or dark chocolate. I'm getting a, a heavy, a heaviness from the dark roast, which is giving it that sense of, like, heaviness in your mouth. If you, if you have a plunger with a dark roast, you know what I'm talking about. It, it tastes quite heavy on the tongue. It's, look... Again, it's nothing magical, but it's not the worst coffee ever. It doesn't make me go, Ugh. it just makes me go, what are the flavors I'm supposed to be? I suppose the longer it sits in your mouth, the more dark chocolate you get. Like I'm talking dark, like 98% dark chocolate. You know that bitterness? But yeah, other than that, I'm not sure. I don't know. I was a bit surprised though. I was hoping that that was going to be better. Maybe it'll be better in the espresso We'll have to whip the espresso machine out and give that a try. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. That is it, though, for uh, brews. Let's get into the Bible for today, the reason why we're here. But, not B-U-T-T, -T, but B-U-T, but, but. But is a funny word. It's like an escape clause to, that we can use to get out of our situations, right? Like Someone might say, do you like this idea? And you might say, yeah, it's great, it's great, but... I was thinking about this thing we could change. You know, it's like it's like someone says, what veggies would you like on your sub? And you're like, oh, I'm trying to be healthy. All the veggies, all of them, everything but tomato, olives, onion, and carrot. <laughs> like, like what? It's an escape clause. But is a powerful word. And we can actually use this as an advantage for us as Christians to see victory uh, that we might never have seen before. 
Nobody on the face of the earth can go through life without trouble. That's a fact. Nobody on earth can go, go without trouble. It's something we've talked about a lot here on The Daily Brew because it's going to happen a lot in life. David, in the scriptures, he faces his unfair share of troubles. I look at David's writing and I can't help but think that, man, it just seems unfair. And life, on the whole, is largely unfair. Trouble will come and we're going to face it. Like David, at times, we may feel like we are facing spiritual, mental, and physical challenges like distress, sorrow, grief, anguish, groaning, affliction, illness, enemies, contempt from his neighbors, brokenness, terror, conspiracy, and plots. These are all named in today's psalm. All of those things I just listed are all named in today's psalm. And look at what David says, though. I love this. He says, I'm facing troubles, but I trust in you, Lord. This is huge. This is massive. The but that he uses allows him to face the facts and then apply faith. I think sometimes we we, we think that we just have to ignore the problems. And and, and that's, that's faith. If we just ignore it, you know. It's just faith. And in in doing so, it's just toxic positivity. These things are not faith, and faith is not toxic positivity. Faith says, I see the problems, trials, and hardship, but I choose to trust in the Lord. Faith works like a plane. Planes, they look at the wind and choose to fly into it. Why? Because it needs the opposition of the wind to take off. They don't take off and land with the wind because they would lose control of the plane. They fly against it. That might be a challenging word for you today, but maybe it's time to stop going with the wind and maybe it's time to start throwing some butts out there. Yes, I see my situation, but I choose God. I choose to focus on him. Jesus had this mentality too. He didn't deserve to go to the cross. Nothing he had done led him to that moment. Not only that, he was faced with incredible pain from the people closest to him. Judas was disloyal to him. That would have been hard to take, even though he knew it was coming. The disappointment he faced from the betrayal, as all of the rest fell away from him, would have been hard to take as well. Even Peter, Peter, the loyal disciple, he disowned him. When the distress that he faced in the garden, did you, do, do, have you, like, you've read that, right? Like, the distress that he faced in the garden is intense. I've never faced this kind of distress before, but it seems intense to undersell it. Like, that's intense, it seems to be just, I don't even know the words. How do you describe that? Jesus knew what he was doing, though. This is the amazing thing. He chose to take it all on his shoulders for you and for me. Leviticus helps us to understand this more fully about how the life of a creature is in the blood. It's the blood that makes the atonement for one's life. In other words, we can read this as life for life. Jesus gave his life so we can have ours. Jesus is in the garden and, and he's faced with this moment, right? Where he could have cho chosen if he wanted to not to go because he had free will. He was fully man. But he chose, he chose, he chose. And listen to what he says, not my will be done, but yours. This changed the rest of human history forever. His resolve to face the facts and then apply faith changed everything. His disciples were tired. They fell asleep and they couldn't stay up to pray. They couldn't push through and choose a but. But Jesus did. And because of this, we have access that we have today. In Leviticus, today we see God laying down the laws around sexual immorality. It's a detailed list and it suggests that this was a huge problem for the Israelites in temptation and in action. God gives them the instruction, you must keep my decrees and my laws. For us today, it's really hard to live a sexually moral life. Why? Because of the extreme peer pressure that we find in our society today. Sexual, sexual immorality has been disguised as sexual freedom. And God tells his people not to live like the people in Egypt or Canaan, 
but to obey his laws and his decrees. For the ancient Israelites, they lived in a culture similar to ours. They had different sexual ethics that are different to God's and to, to the God that we serve, right? And that's exactly the same in our culture today. But it's God's desire for you to safeguard his gift of, gift of sex and sexuality, to treasure it, to say no to the sexual temptations in the world around you. This is for your good and for your benefit. Yes, the world is doing it, but, but we, God's children, are called to live different, to live set apart. That's the goal, to live the way that God would approve of, not to the world around us. Verse of the day. Yes, verse of the day, Mark 14, 38 says, Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. This is true of me. I don't know about you. I have all these great intentions in my spirit, but my flesh is pretty weak when it comes to outworking them. The solution to all of this problem, because we find this so many times, the solution is this, to watch and to pray. Increase your prayer. Stay vigilant and watch. Don't fall into the temptations. And that is it, done and dusted for another day here on The Daily Brew. Day 67, done. Thank you so much for joining me. I pray God is speaking to you as he's speaking to me through all these scriptures. Hey, if God is speaking to you about anything that maybe I haven't talked about or you just want to have an, an ongoing conversation, my social media DMs are open. Feel free to send me a message at HarrySladeNZ on Instagram and also on the YouTube comment section. If you want to say hello, feel free to do that. If you've got any thoughts on coffees I should try or you're a barista, tell, tell me how to make better coffee. I'm an avid coffee drinker, but an amateur coffee barista, so please let me know. Hey, that is it for today. If you haven't done so already, follow and subscribe. Click the bell, rate the podcast, do all the good things. It'll help me help you help others too. Thanks so much for joining me. If it's the start of your day, have a great rest of your day, unless it's sleep time. Good night, sleep tight, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for day 68 on The Daily Brew.